Welcome to the Music Matters Media Podcast. I am super hyped for today's episode because today is our first official, technically first official episode of 2024. And today we are going to be discussing our most anticipated releases of this year. It's another favorite of ours that we love to record. And as I'm sure you probably guessed, it's also another another just really gut-wrenching one that we have to put it put together every year just because the lists for these things are always so long and trying to condense it is a task in and of itself and i'm sure that it was as agonizing for you as it was for me totally but you know here we are we did it trying to condense a list into a top 10 whew man every year it's it's difficult but I was waiting up until this recording, still moving things around, still taking things off, putting things back on. So this is going to be a real fun one to discover both what you and I are looking forward to this year. Yeah, definitely. I really cannot wait. And oh, man, I'm really just excited to see what is going to be on your list, what you've been into from the last time we recorded this episode until now. It's, uh, it's all really exciting, and I hope that everybody listening is as excited as we are. And on that note, Eric, let's just dive right into this bad boy. We'll go 10 to 1, with number 1, of course, being our most anticipated for this year. I'll have you kick it off with your number 10. Before I go into my top 10, let me just say something really quickly, just to get it out of the way. I know that the last time we recorded this episode, uh, I mentioned King Gizzard, and I said that they were always going to be on my list. Well, as much as I'd love to do that, I'm not because I want to be able to give other artists a chance to shine on my list, especially because there's always artists that, you know, haven't put anything new out in a while or, you know, they're they're at a time where they're alternating between being active or not being active musically. So for that reason, I won't include them on my list. However, as I'm sure you have guessed, that doesn't mean that I'm never not excited to hear from them. <laughs> of course. I think anybody that has been an active listener of this show knows that by now. Exactly. So it's not that I'm trying to take them for granted, never that. But as long as they're a band, always assume that I'm going to be excited to hear from them. And also, while we're discussing this, just to throw this disclaimer out there to kind of piggyback off of what you're saying, Eric. Eric and I spoke off of the show, and we both agreed that... After this episode, after this year, moving forward for years to come for our most anticipated, we would not be doing repeats. And we both agreed on that. 
because like Eric just said, we kind of want to we want to showcase more musicians, different bands, different artists. We want to give everybody their time to shine. Everybody that listens to the show knows by now which musicians that we absolutely love. So it's not that we don't love them anymore or love them any less. It's just because we want to give everybody a chance here. Also to keep all of you guys on your toes and mix things up around here so you never know what we're going to add on our list because to listen to this episode every year and get the same names within each of our lists is kind of defeating the purpose of the episode. So we want to keep it fresh. We want to keep you guys on your toes. However, with that being said, I did say that this was the last year that we could do repeats on the show. So I'm going to throw it out there. I have three, <laughs> believe it or not, repeats. Perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. From Take last advantage year. of that rule. Take advantage of that rule while it's still around. So Yeah, yeah. So this is the last time I'm ever going to to be doing the repeats. So hang in there with me for this round and I hope you guys enjoy what's to come. Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better myself. So with that disclaimer out of the way. I will start at my number 10 and my 10th most anticipated release for 2024. It's been confirmed is by this psych rock band called Slift. Cool. Tell us more. So this is a band that uh, (laughs) I'm sure that um, anybody listening to me who's in college has done this. No judgment. I'll be the first one to say that. Uh, Admittedly, I, got distracted and went down a little vinyl rabbit hole while I was studying and found these guys just at <laughs> random. And, you know, they piqued my interest when I found them on, uh, on Google and I started listening to their music and I was just really blown away by their sound. And basically I'm a newcomer to these guys cause I relatively just found out about them in 2022. So I've been keeping up with them and recently they announced that they were going to release a new album. They actually already, you know, released the name, the pre-orders. I'm pretty certain that the pre-orders are going to start shipping soon. So, you know, because this is a band that's relatively still in its infancy, I love seeing like how hungry these bands tend to be and what sounds. Yeah, I love that. I love the beginning stages. Yeah, because, you know, when you're at the beginning, you've got nothing to lose and you've got you know, everything to gain by just being experimental or by making bold choices. So this is definitely a band that I'm really excited to listen to in 2024. And I'm glad that they're one of the first bands that are releasing new music uh, this year. So I'm really excited for that. All right. So how about you? What made your number 10 for this uh, year's list of most anticipated releases? Okay, coming in at number 10, I chose Usher with a confirmed album coming out February 9th called Coming Home. Wow, that's a that's not a name that I've heard too often on this podcast, so that's really cool. Yeah, I wanted to give Usher a shout out because, first of all, the lead single off of this record I really enjoyed. It's called Good Good. And Usher is going to be performing at the Super Bowl halftime show this year. He is doing the halftime show. Of course, as always, as every year, we are going to record an episode, our reactions off of that. So I just love the fact that he's doing the halftime show. He's coming out with a new record. It's all happening around the same time. And I feel like this is 
Usher's year to take over. I mean, it's been a long time since Usher has been back in the mainstream sort of sense. I am just super excited to see what this new era of Usher holds for all of us because it sounds like he's throwing it back to his old school vibes. And I grew up listening to Usher. I grew up listening to Usher in the early 2000s. Loved all of his work back then. He had so many hits. Based off of the lead single, it sounds like he's going back to his roots and getting influence from those early days. And if that's the case, then I am super on board with this record. And I just can't wait to see what Usher has in store for all of us to listen to because like I said I think between that and the Super Bowl halftime show and coming off of a residency in Vegas that may or may not be ongoing I I didn't look into that I just think that this could really be his year to take over 2024 so we need some good R&B on this podcast please Usher don't let us down I mean you're you're a legend in your own right so I think that we should be a-okay And I'm super excited that comes out February 9th, and it's called Coming Home. Usher made my number 10. Very nice. That's amazing. That uh, It's amazing to hear of him mentioned on this podcast. So that's really really awesome. And an unexpected uh, choice, I must say. Thanks, Eric. Yeah, I, I wanted to make sure that my anticipated list had a good well-rounded you know bit of genres within it well you're off to a very good start (laughs) because i got listen because i got three repeats on here i had to mix it up (laughs) had to do something for the people all right so now moving on to number nine my ninth most anticipated release for 2024 comes from anita oh nice very nice. I know that you're a big yeah. fan of her. Yeah, after having listened to her 2022 album, Versions of Me, I I was hooked. You know, prior to that, I had only really heard her music through her, you know, TV appearances, through performing live at award shows and stuff like that. But that's actually what piqued my interest and made me invest in her studio albums. And after listening to Versions of Me, it just really made me want more from her. And even though there's been no official confirmation of any music, any new music for 2024, I'm still holding on to hope that she'll release something, whether it's a single, an EP, or a full-length album, because I really want to see where her head is at musically this year in 2024, and I want to see uh, what influences have uh, informed her uh, her style in the past year. So, uh, yeah, that's why she takes my number nine spot. Yeah, I really love that for you because I know that you've been following her career ever since. And here's to hoping that, if not an album, that at least we get some singles sprinkled throughout this year. Yeah, exactly. Anything anything I and the rest of her fans can get, we'll take. You know? <laughs> totally, yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, so that takes my number nine spot. What made your number nine for, uh, for most anticipated? Coming in at number nine, I chose Bring Me the Horizon with post-human next gen coming in summer of 2024 so there's no specific date yet but they are aiming for a summer release of this year that much has been confirmed very nice so that's that's an awesome pick and i know that uh they're a band that you've been getting more and more into yes with each single that they've released throughout the years i've become more invested in the band i just love the sound shift 
sonically what they're doing. They're definitely mixing things up. They're taking chances. They're taking risks. They're not just falling back on their old sound and old material. They're constantly evolving and growing and trying new things. And at this point, you just never know what to expect from this band. And that's pretty much what I love is that they're constantly pushing forward. And the fact that post-human survival horror was on my albums of the year list back in 2020, I just know that this follow-up to post-human survival horror, which is post-human next gen, I have a feeling that this is going to be quite the sophomore effort to that record. And who knows, possibly we might even get a trilogy out of it. I don't want to get too ahead of myself here. So I just will say I am looking forward to this record this summer. I mean, this could potentially not only be one of the best records of the summer, but potentially one of the best records of the year. And because post-human survival horror made my top 10 favorite lists of 2020, I'm really hoping that post-human next gen will also make my year-end list, but only time will tell. I'll just say the singles that they've been releasing so far have really held up, and that's why I have such high expectation. Well, listen, that's not an unreasonable thing to feel, especially when the work is consistent, the singles are solid. So you know what? Uh, Here's to hoping that the album ends up beating your expectations and more when it eventually comes out. Awesome pick. Thanks, Eric. What about you? What's your number eight? Okay, so coming in at number eight, and this is another confirmed release, at least for my list, Neck Deep for their self-titled album. Awesome pick, Eric. I had a feeling that this would be somewhere on your list. Yeah, I mean, listen, <laughs> it's, uh, listen, I mean, not for nothing, but it is kind of your fault that it is on this list because, because <laughs> you know, anybody who's listened to a couple of our episodes from last year will know that you and I took a couple of car rides and you blasted some singles for me during those car rides. And one of those, yeah, yeah, it's called We Need More Bricks. And it is an amazing, Such a good one, an amazing song, definitely a return to form for anybody who's listened to the last album called All Distortions Are Intentional. You probably might agree with that sentiment depending on how you felt about that album. Definitely heavy, definitely fast-paced, and most importantly, definitely pop-punk, you know? Yes. And... No doubt about that. Yeah, and, you know, that just makes me really excited for this album, but at the same time, I'm practicing caution because there have been times in the past where, you know, this has happened for both of us. We've listened to singles, and it sounds like everything (laughs) is on a certain course, and then when we get the final product... It uh, really subverts all our expectations and not necessarily in the ways we were thinking. So I'm really excited for this. I have high hopes for it. And I just really hope that kind of like with you and Bring Me the Horizon, that it uh, meets and maybe it holds even, up. Yeah, that maybe it even exceeds my expectations. So here's to hoping for, uh, for a kick-ass release. Such a good pick, Eric. You know that I love that choice i love that pick of listen, course listen how could i not listen ever since you showed me life's not out to get you i've never looked back oh man such a good record so good all right so passing it over to you what made your eighth spot for this year's most anticipated coming in at number eight speaking of trilogies i picked the weekend oh nice very nice this is not 
technically confirmed for this year. However, he did hint recently on social media about it. He was posting about After Hours and posting about Dawn FM and kind of building up the anticipation for all fans of The weekend that the trilogy is coming soon. Will it come out this year? That's still to be announced, to be determined. But it kind of seems like and kind of feels like it is. And he only just made me anticipate that record even more so than I already have been, really. Because so far this trilogy, in my opinion, has been near flawless. I mean, we did a weekend episode in the past. We covered Dawn FM on here. And I did put on the record that After Hours was my favorite record by the weekend. And I, I'm i pretty sure, did you confirm that Dawn FM was yours? Or is that um, still a yeah. toss-up? Out, out of the newer stuff, yes, I confirmed that Dawn FM was my favorite. Yeah, so between After Hours and Dawn FM, that right there shows you, if we're both holding these records to high regard, I mean, the, the possibilities are endless for this next part of the trilogy and really rounding things out. So I'm just really looking forward to possibly, if not getting the full album this year, at least getting singles off of this upcoming record. And it's the weekend. I mean, I feel like if this is going to be the grand finale to this trilogy, then he's going to put 110% of his effort into this record. So that is why it had to make my number eight spot on my most anticipated of this year because here's to hoping that we get the end of the trilogy and if not we at least get some songs sprinkled throughout this year I have extremely high hopes I know I know I do this to myself every year with music you should never have such high expectation but in my defense the weekend has set such a high bar with after hours and dawn fm that I feel like having any less of an expectation would be somewhat disrespectful (laughs) at this point. Right, right. I totally get that. (laughs) So shout out to The weekend. Still to be announced. It's really, it was more hinted at, so that's why it made my number eight on my most anticipated. Well, listen, it's a great choice. And After Hours and Donna Fan were two killer releases. So I can totally understand why you're excited for this and why you (laughs) need to have it this year. Totally get that. <laughs> waiting for that grand finale, Eric. Waiting for that grand finale. Yeah, man. Let's let's just hope that it gets uh, released sooner than later. All right. So moving things along to number seven, my number seven spot goes to Run the Jewels. Love it. Love that pick. Listen, the last album, Run the Jewels 4, was, oh my God, that was an explosion of a release full of special features, but special features aside just the production the lyricism as classic as anything off of their first three albums it's been a good couple of years and i just really want to hear what killer mike and lp have to say man i mean i'm sure there's no shortage of topics that those two can talk about and with the top tier production that they always tend to bring i mean I have no doubt that, you know, if From the Jewels 5 were to be released this year, it would be another just classic album added to their discography. Right now, sadly, there's been no uh, no news about a new album. But, you know, they're, they're always two very busy individuals, so I wouldn't doubt it if there's at least been talks about coming out with another one. 
So fingers crossed that uh, this is the year where we'll finally hear from them. Yes, fingers crossed. I really hope so. Great pick. Thank you. All right. So throwing it over to you, what made your seventh spot? Okay, guys. So here is where the repeats tend to begin. (laughs) (laughs) Coming in at number seven, I picked Justin Timberlake. Nice. Yeah, nothing has yet to be confirmed. However, he's another artist that has hinted that he is dropping new music this year. So I know we are going to get some new songs this year. I just don't know if we're going to get a full album this year. That's still to be determined, to be announced. But listen, I've had Justin Timberlake on my list for quite some time (laughs) because I think that he needs to make a follow-up record. I mean, I've been waiting for a follow-up record to Man of the Woods for literally years at this point. We covered Man of the Woods on this podcast. It was very, very early on, back in 2018, which is wild to think about. If you want to hear us and how awkward and <laughs> and how different things were in the beginning when we first started this podcast, please go back and listen to that episode. I mean, we still had a lot to, to say and great input and information, but just the early days of recording, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Melissa, they they were no less fun. So, oh, of course, definitely. Uh, you you will hear a difference in terms of you know how we've evolved as uh, commentators on the show, but ultimately the 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 gist of what we do is still very much there. So, I I think if anybody has yet to listen to that episode, you'll uh, you'll definitely enjoy it. Yes, if you are a fan of Justin Timberlake, you will definitely enjoy that one. The heart has always been there throughout the podcast. That much I will say. But just more specifically on Justin, I have high hopes for new music and possibly a new record this year. I'm really hoping because it's been years since Man of the Woods and I'm ready for him to step into his new era. I don't necessarily know what to expect from that. If it's going to be like his 2020 experience days, if it's going to be like future sex and love sounds days, if it's going to be early stuff like Justified, I'm really hoping that it could be maybe a cross between future sex love sounds and 2020 or maybe a future sex and love sounds part two. I would love that type of sound from him, but I just never know where he's going to go with things because Man of the Woods, to me, was such a curveball for Justin and him trying to dip into that country, almost twang of things, Mm -hmm. country pop. So I don't think that he's going to experiment with country pop on this coming record and these songs, but I don't necessarily know which genre he's going to dive in obviously it's going to be pop music but there's so many ways that he can go with it he could do more soulful stuff r&b stuff just never know what he's going to do it could be more electronic because edm is really making a comeback now and electronic music a lot of artists have been doing that just check out beyonce and renaissance i mean that record also made my album of the year in 2022 so i'm very excited for new music from justin i've been saying it for a while now any type of new songs new material i'll take anything i can get at this point (laughs) so very much looking forward to hearing where he's at now as opposed to back in 2018 but only time will tell eric only time will tell and i just want to plug that he will be on saturday night live on january 27th so i'm hoping 
for him to perform some new music there. And if he does, and if that's any indication of what's to come, then we will report back here on the show and we'll take it from there. We'll see how things go. Well, thank you for telling us about that. That's definitely something to look out for in the future. And speaking of plugs, for anybody who loves Justin Timberlake and goes back to listen to that episode, while you're at it, check out our boy bands episode. I'm sure you'll get a kick out of that one as well. Oh my god, yes. So many people love that episode. I had no idea that that episode was going to do as well as it did. I mean, it's one of our most streamed episodes, which blows my mind. I cannot believe when we recorded that episode together, it was just out of pure nostalgia and our love for that music growing up and then getting to experience some of that live with my cousin. You know, I was just riding that high and I had no idea that it was going to take off in the way that it did. So apparently our listeners love to reminisce as well and are really into boy bands. (laughs) Who knew? Who knew? Speaking of curveballs, right? I mean, yeah, I was no less impressed than you were with that. But listen, it just makes me all the happier that uh, we took advantage of, uh, like you said, riding that high when we did. Because clearly, clearly so many other people were... uh, we're on the same page as we were back then. So that's always great to see. They're still streaming it, which is wild. Like present day. when We recorded that a while ago. So shout out to our listeners and shout out to the boy bands out there. I mean, listen, like I said, there are no guilty pleasures. I don't believe in guilty pleasures. So you're fooling yourself if you didn't listen to any boy band growing up. You're you're fooling yourself. Come on. We all did. Yeah, come on. You've at least heard a song in passing. Come on. Exactly. There's always that one that gets to you. So why bother to hide it and in, in that case too i just want to throw out there can we please get an InSync and backstreet boys tour i mean is that really too much to ask because <laughs> InSync put out a song for the trolls movie for the first time that they put music out in literally i don't even know 20 something years at this point and they got together to to do a song for for that movie late last year so if they can get together to finally record at least a one-off song. I hope that in the future, if not recording any new music together, that's understandable, but can we at least, please, can we get a tour? I would love for them to tour with the Backstreet Boys. That would be like the ultimate tour, them two on tour together. But listen, sync. if creating new music is a tall order and touring with the Backstreet Boys is a tall order, I'll take just an instinct tour, okay? I will. I'll take anything that I can get. Please, Justin, make it happen. Honestly, it, it seems like whichever way this goes, whether they do a joint tour or they make a new album or they just do a tour by themselves, you're still going to be making a bunch of dreams come true. So you can't go wrong doing either or of any of those things just as long as it happens. All right, now moving on to number six, getting close to that top five territory. My sixth spot for most anticipated goes to Jizza from the Wu-Tang Clan. Nice. Very, very nice. I love that pick for you. Very nice. Is there anything confirmed or? No. uh, Speaking of someone who hasn't released any music in God knows how long, Jizza is definitely one of those artists. He's been talking about this album called Dark Matter that he planned way back when. Still hasn't released it. Uh, But the reason why I have hoped that he'll release new music is because he continues to do live shows. I went to one of his live shows uh, in 2022, had the pleasure of seeing him. Oh, that's right. Yep. 
had the pleasure of seeing him at this venue called the Le Cosson Rouge in the city. It's a really, really intimate, tiny venue. And, you know, it's, it, I think that's just what made it better because the sound was just so fantastic. And, you know, chances are that no matter where you stood, you had a great view of the stage and of the band and of, of Jizza. His live shows are amazing. He plays his own material. He plays his fellow Wu-Tang Clan members' material. He plays Wu-Tang Clan material as well. So, you know, you'll hear, you'll hear songs like Protect Your Neck. You'll hear songs from Raekwon's discography, from Ghostface's discography, from his own discography. He really keeps it spontaneous like that. And so, you know, I, I want to believe that if he's still active as a live performer, that he hasn't closed the door on going back into the studio and putting out, you know, another solo album. And I really hope that he does because, you know, in my opinion, he he's just such a phenomenal lyricist, a phenomenal wordsmith. You know, I, I love everything he's done. And I feel like his best stuff is or some of his best stuff is truly yet to come out. And I feel like he still has a lot of stuff to say. Uh, and, you know, I, I feel like I'm not alone in that. I feel like a lot of people really want to oh, hear Oh, you're him. definitely not alone in that. I feel like a lot of people, you know, want to hear what he has to say now, want to hear how his sound has evolved, especially after so many years. And, yeah, I, I just hope that uh, more than any member right now, I hope that he is the one that... Uh, who has a turn to release some new music. So yeah, that's why he takes my number six spot. I hope he surprises the fans. You never know. I really hope so. You know, from your lips to God's ears. Okay, so what takes your six spot for most anticipated? Coming in at number six, I picked Lil Wayne. Speaking of hip hop. <laughs> nice, very nice. And I picked Lil Wayne because he's also somebody that has been teasing for quite some time now, the Carter Six. I'm really hoping, because this is the last year I'm able to say this for the last time, that the Carter Six will be dropping this year in 2024. And if not, once again, I just hope that we get some new music from Wayne. He's been doing a lot of features lately and hopping on a lot of people's songs, and he's killing it with the features. So it's just making me more and more excited for new material and you know that if it's going to be part of the carter series that it's going to be the best of the best from wayne because the carter series is part of wayne's legacy so i know that he is going to really put his all into this project and i'm really looking forward to seeing what he has to say on this new record we covered the carter five i got to see wayne live and we both got to see him live together also at the Blink show back in 2019. So between seeing him live in 2018 and then seeing him live again in 2019 and covering the Carter Five on here, you guys should really check those episodes out if you haven't listened to them yet. And if you're a big Wayne fan, those were a lot of fun to record. But yeah, just a lot of hype and anticipation has been built. Everybody has been waiting for the Carter Six. And I really hope that this year is going to be the year. Like I said, he keeps on hinting. The only reason why I feel like this could possibly be the year is because his two heavy hitters, his Young Money vets, both Nicki Minaj and Drake, dropped albums last year. And I feel like Wayne didn't want to steal 
anybody's thunder and I feel like he didn't want it to be too congested because Drake dropped his album and then Nicki dropped her album not too far apart from each other so I feel like Wayne wanted to give each of those artists their time to shine and I feel like now that we're starting fresh with a new year that somehow some way I feel in my bones that the Carter Six is right around the corner I hope it's going to happen this year, but only time will tell. Well, here's to hoping. And you're definitely right about him with the features. I've heard a couple songs with him featured on them, and he is definitely at the top of his game lyrically. Definitely hasn't lost it. So let's hope that that same energy that he brought to those special features translates into uh, his own output, you know? Oh, yeah. I know it well. If it's part of the Carter legacy... I know that he won't let us down. I, I do have very high expectations. Well, here's to hoping. And I knew that they, I knew that Lil Wayne had to be somewhere on this list for sure. <laughs> so It's funny that we got our hip hop editions back to back. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, listen, it just goes to show you how, uh, how unpredictable these lists can be. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so coming in at number five, top five territory. And this is definitely an artist that's near and dear to both of our hearts. Some 41. Nice. I knew, I knew that they were going to make this list. I didn't know where, but I knew this was going to make this list. Of course, top five territory. What a great way to start your top five. And I want to know for you, at least why. Listen, I mean, it's bittersweet because as you and I both know, and as any Sum 41 fan knows, they're hanging it up. They're on their farewell tour. And it's just really sad, especially, you know, for me, because I've only ever gotten to see them live once. And my God, what a show that was. You know, just the energy, the the music, Derek's voice. I mean, they were firing on all cylinders that night. If you guys want to hear that experience we spoke about that on the podcast as well so go back in our catalog and listen to that episode that was a lot of fun to record yeah my god what a night i mean they played does this look infected front to back and they were also selling really awesome merchandise that night i got a i think we both got a autographed copies of their record if i'm not mistaken i am so glad that I got that signed copy (laughs) back then. Because if now knowing what we know now, I would have been kicking myself in the ass (laughs) if I didn't. So I'm really glad that I have that in my collection. It's one of my very proud additions to my vinyl collection. Yeah, you're not kidding. Like exactly what you said, you know, uh, hindsight's always 20-20. And my God, we we really would have been... uh, crying about that had we not done that back then but uh yeah you know after hearing that they were coming out with a double album heaven and hell i mean one side pop punk the other metal i mean how could i not be excited for them especially because chuck is my personal favorite album by them you know mixing up the pop punk with the thrash metal influences i mean i'd be lying what they do best i'd be lying if i didn't say that my expectations are super high. And I know that that's a very dangerous thing to do. But uh, this is it. it. We tend to do it. (laughs) We tend to do it. And this is it. You know, this is the last album. So, you know, at this point, what else is there to say? You know what I mean? Um, Of course. Yeah. I, I just hope that they, you know, go out on a high, both in regards to live performances and in regards to this last album. 
So uh, yeah, here, here's to hoping that 2024 is, uh, is their year. Okay, now turning it back to you. What made your fifth spot? This is my last repeat. I promise you all, my last repeat on this list is going to be Dua Lipa. Nice, very nice. Great pick. She has confirmed that she's coming out with a new record this year. So that much has been confirmed, but there is no title yet. There is no release date yet, but she confirmed 2024. We are getting a new record from her and I cannot be more excited. Dua Lipa, oh man, where do I even begin? I mean, the last era that she was in was absolutely incredible. That record made my year-end list when it came out and it was a near flawless album. I loved all the songs pretty much off of that record and just her output ever since. Her collab with Elton John was a banger and her song that she released on the Barbie soundtrack was a banger and she also released a lead single off of this new record coming out called Houdini. I've been listening to that for quite some time now since it was released. So I do have very high expectations for Dua Lipa. Word on the street is she's leaning more towards an EDM style record and if so that's like a dream come true for me. But I am very excited for this new record because her output from the past couple years has just been tremendous. She's completely stolen my heart and I know the hearts of many. So I knew without a doubt that she would have to have a place on this list. Repeat, yeah, but well worth it because at least I know this year it's confirmed and we are getting new music and a new record from her. So I cannot wait for that and I'm just very excited for this next era, this new era of Dua Lipa because her record releases aren't just record releases their whole experiences and she brings you into this world so we ended the future nostalgia era and now eric we are headed towards a completely different era so that's why she made my number five on my list amazing pick and honestly after hearing you sing her praises when we last spoke about her i can't even imagine how excited you must be for this to happen so Here's to hoping that uh, it's everything you want it to be and that it actually ends up happening. All right, bringing it back to my number fourth spot. I believe this is one of my repeats. This one goes to Phenome, previously known as Ohm. Yeah, of course. I knew that this could have possibly been a repeat for you. Yes, and in comparison to last year, it's been confirmed, but it's also kind of not been confirmed. They confirmed that they are working on a new album. They just didn't confirm whether it's going to be released this year. But I have a feeling that it might be just because the last time they released uh, their album called Fantasize Your Ghost, phenomenal album, they released it during the pandemic. So I'm hoping that this is the year where we'll finally hear new music from them. Now, both Simon Cunningham and Macy Stewart, which are the two ladies in the band, they have been extremely busy. They've been touring all over the world. They've been doing solo shows. Saima had a child, which is really amazing. Wow, congratulations to her. That's beautiful. Yeah, and, you know, it's crazy because she went on tour while pregnant, which That's more power That's badass, man. That is badass. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, she made a funny video where she's... Um, playing guitar and she's like i can't even see my effects pedals (laughs) (laughs) 
but yeah, you know, I'm, I'm glad that, uh, that that happened. And they've also been collaborating with other artists. Uh, I know that Maisie put out a solo album called Mouthful of Glass uh, in these past years. So they definitely haven't been, you know, inactive. They've each been busy. But now that they have decided on a new name for the band, which means that they've decided to start a new chapter for themselves, I'm really curious to see you know what's what's been going on with them musically what's what influences they've collected and just what their overall sound is going to be now they're definitely experimental to say the least both uh Saima and macy make their own rules when playing the guitar which is something i love so i just hope that that still remains intact yeah they were a lot of fun live they really were and <laughs> you saw me you saw how i was beaming when i spoke to macy that, uh, <laughs> that one time yeah and uh, my God, I, I would love it if they came back to New York just so I could have that again, you know, be able to speak to them again and just be able to experience them live again because they were just so out of this world. All right, throwing it back to you. What takes your fourth spot on this list? Coming in at number four, I picked Neck Deep. We have some very crossover, nice. Eric. Nice, very nice. Yes, I picked Neck Deep self-titled album that's coming out January 19th. I am so looking forward to hearing this record. Just based off the singles alone, it's gotten me excited for this record. Especially We Need More Bricks. I think that track is my favorite from the singles. Also Heartbreak of the Century actually is a really good one. It's probably Those two are probably tied for what has come out so far. But as Eric said earlier, it really seems like a return to form for the band after their last record, All Distortions Are Intentional, which they kind of took a departure in their sound. They tried to experiment a bit, but these singles sound extremely promising. And because it's a self-titled neck deep record, I feel like that's making a statement in and of itself. So that's why they had to make my list at number four. Very nice. Well, I'm glad that we have at least some crossover for the moment. We still have three to go, so we'll see. But uh, for now, I'm glad that we're on the same page. And again, you know, thank you for showing me that single. I've been listening to it a lot ever since we uh, took that car ride. Me too, man. Me too. Yeah, you know, it just really does. Uh, it feels more of a return to their Life's Not Out to Get You days than they've sounded in, in a while. So I'm really excited for that. Yeah, I completely agree. Also, really quick, I just want to plug the Music Matters Media playlist. If you guys want to check out songs that we've been listening to, every time that Eric makes a reference of, yeah, we went for a car ride and I heard this in the car with Lisa, he's referring to the playlist that I always play, which gets updated weekly. It's the Music Matters Media playlist, gets updated weekly. There is a whole mix of genres across the board on there, and it's always fresh and new. So make sure you go give that a listen. It's over on Spotify. If you guys have Spotify out there, check it out. And Neck Deep is most definitely on that playlist, as I just said. So go give it a listen. Go follow the playlist. And yeah, Eric, let's uh, continue on here. All right. Getting into top three territory. Ooh, I can't wait. Here we go. Here's another one that's very near and dear to our hearts, as I found out uh, from one of our year-end lists. Snail Mail. <gasps> nice! Wow, great choice. Great choice. I mean, I don't need to explain to you 
why I love snail mail so much now that you've, uh, you know, experienced her music. I know you get it. Yeah. My God, she's, there's just nobody quite like her. I mean, the way she's able to craft a story, the way she's able to convey her emotions and do it in a way that, uh, that, you know, leaves nothing to the imagination. You know, she, she's very explicit about how she feels, whether it's about life, whether it's about romantic partners, whether it's about heartbreak. She bears it all. And it's extremely relatable. That's what I love about her music, too. Very relatable. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many songs uh, there were on her debut album where, you know, it really does feel like she got in my head and wrote those songs. That's how, that's how close to home they hit. For anybody who's wondering, her debut album is called Lush. I highly recommend it. And, of course, I highly recommend the follow-up called Valentine. Yes, please go check that record out. That made both of our lists. Yes, it did. And I also just want to say she is a kick-ass guitar player, another guitar player who's very raw, very unorthodox. And that is something that I felt was missing a little bit from Valentine, so I hope that that makes a comeback um, in case she does put out an album this year. Uh, there's, again, there's like with some other artists on my list, there's been nothing confirmed. And I just hope that, uh, you know, we get to hear from her again this year because, wow, she is just so phenomenal. And, you know, like with the band that I mentioned before, Slipped, she's really just in her infancy right now with just, you know, two albums under her belt. I can't wait to see how else she uh, really surprises us, you know? Same here, man. Same here. What a great pick. I was not expecting that, but such a good pick, honestly. I love that. I really hope so, too. I really do. Yeah, good, good. I'm glad you agree, and I'm glad you like my third pick. Moving on to your top three territory, what takes your third spot? Okay, so coming in at number three, this is not confirmed, it's not hinted, it's not anything. I'm just trying to manifest this (laughs) and put it out there. So I'm just throwing this one out there and hoping that somebody hears me. Number three, I picked Moose Blood. Oh, man. Wow. So many memories. Yeah. So many memories of Moose Blood, man. Oh, yeah. And the reason why I put this on my list now is because the only thing that Moose Blood has given us as of late is they're active on social media again. They've been posting old photos and they announced two UK dates where they're from for the anniversary of I'll See You In Mind From Time To Time, which came out in 2014, and I cannot believe it's been 10 years since that record came out. That was their big debut record, and it's still a cult classic amongst the fan base and amongst the genre as well. And I'm just really hoping, based off of the response to those two shows, because those two shows are already sold out, so I'm hoping that based off of that response, that they not only tour here in the States, so we can possibly get to see them live, but I know it's it's a big request, I know, but I'm hoping for some new music. I am. I'm hoping that 2024 will be the return for this band. They are so incredibly near and dear to my heart. One of my favorite bands of all time. The last time Eric and I saw them was when they were active back in 2018. That's when they came out with their record, I Don't Think I Can Do This Anymore. And quite literally, that's what ended up happening, unfortunately. And they've taken a hiatus ever since. 
So I'm hoping that with these anniversary shows that they have back in the UK, that it will just gain traction and they'll make it a world tour or at least come to the States at some point and possibly drop new music. Fingers crossed on this. I know that it's a big ask and we don't know what the future holds with this band, but never say never. Yeah, definitely. And I can still remember when you first showed me, I'll keep you in mind from time to time for the very first time. It's definitely an album that is beloved by many of their fans. Many consider it their best. And I remember at the time when you showed me that album, I believe that uh, Blush was relatively new at the time. Either that or it hadn't been released yet, but I just remember you putting me onto this band when you know, they were just starting out, and I also just couldn't believe just the sound that they had, you know, that they had captured. Uh, just thinking back on it now, uh, feels very nostalgic. And seeing them live as well was really cool. That last show that we saw them at was uh, particularly quite an experience, especially because uh, Eddie's voice wasn't doing so great that night. Yeah, he was and sick. So, yeah, and so, you know, you could see the happiness on his face hearing the audience sing every lyric back to him. He even thanked the audience for it because he was so appreciative. And too, at the time, they just had that new record come out and everybody knew the words to those songs as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and what? It had only been released like a week Yeah, or something? Yeah, something like so, that. So, yeah, so that was definitely very special. So, like you said, never say never. Uh, Let's remain positive and optimistic about, uh, about what their future holds this year. Yeah, I agree, Eric. That's why they made my number three, because they're showing signs of life and they're reposting again. They're active on social media. They have these two anniversary shows. So it's giving me some hope. So I'm just going to hold on to that and we'll see what happens. Listen, the demand is there, as is evidenced by the sold out shows. So why not? For those who want to check out our episode because we reviewed the album and we spoke about the concert, their last show that we got to see back in 2018, one of their last shows to date, please go check that episode out. All right. Well, great pick. I definitely love it. And now moving into top two territory. So if I remember correctly, this this is a repeat of mine. If I'm not mistaken. My second spot goes to... Gary Clark Jr. Yeah, yeah, this is definitely a repeat. Picking some heavy hitters here. I love it. Listen, I've been dying to hear some Gary Clark Jr. for years now. He hasn't released an album since 2019. No joke, he recently hinted at new music. I don't know if you saw yep, it yet on social. Yep, yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah, that, that's why he's on here. He had to be. You know, as soon as I saw that, I got my hopes up, and I really hope that uh, even though it's not an outright uh, confirmation that he's releasing new music and at least lights the flames of hope. He's the kind of guy that just gets better with every album, kind of like Rival Sons, you know? Every album he does, he just uh, ups the ante in terms of his songwriting, in terms of his guitar playing. He is just something else. He has my undivided attention whenever he plays and live. My God, I mean, that show that your dad and I went to, just phenomenal. Yeah, my dad really sung his praise after watching him live. Oh my god, just one of the best nights of my life. And just an amazing night out in general with your dad. Uh, you know, God bless him. One of 
my best friends ever. Oh, shout out to but, Pops. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Pops. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that that was quite a religious experience, to say the least. And listen, I, I just hope that this uh, teaser that he posted on social media is indicative of something bigger for this year. Me too. He's such a heavy hitter. Totally get why he took your second spot. And I'm really hoping for some new music this year from him too. I think that this will be the year. And if so, oh man, we can't wait, Gary. We cannot wait. Yeah, we cannot wait. All right. So what takes your number two spot? Okay. Coming in at number two, I picked Green Day with their album Saviors. Very nice. I've been hearing a lot of them for sure. So this is definitely a big deal. And I can see why they made your, uh, your second spot on the list. They made my second spot because this is the first time in a long time where I've enjoyed every single single that Green Day has released up until this point, leading up into this album. So they really set the bar high with these singles. It sounds like they're going back to their roots. It sounds so far to me like a cross between Dookie and American Idiot. And if so, I'm all in because that was the last time that era of American Idiot was the last time that I was fully invested in Green Day. To me, that's an album with no skips front to back. And of course, their earlier work as well. I followed their career, of course. I like songs here and there, but nothing has really recaptured the sounds of American Idiot and Dookie and their glory days from the 90s and early 2000s. But with this record, Saviors, this might be the record to do so. I highly recommend everybody give this record a listen if you're a Green Day fan or if you're just a fan of pop punk in general. Straight up pop punk perfection. And I am so looking forward to listening to this record in its entirety when it comes out because, as I said, it really sounds so far like a cross between American Idiot and Dookie. And if that's going to be the case, thrown in with a modern version of that kind of sound, then sign me up. I am here for it. Saviors, January 19th, Green Day. I'm all about it. Very awesome pick. And not for nothing, they still sound amazing. We heard them and saw them play together at a, on TV at a New Year's Rock and Eve. They still sound fantastic. Yeah, they were my favorite that night. Their performance. Yeah, they, they were really good. They were really good. So listen, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that their most recent output is really doing it for you, and I can only hope that uh, the rest of the album follows suit. Fingers crossed, Eric. Fingers crossed. The moment that we've all been waiting for, your number one most anticipated release for 2024. What is it? They are the band TFS. Tropical F-U-C-K Storm. <laughs> yep, I definitely have heard of them on here for sure. So last year was a rough, but definitely a rough patch for them because, you know, they, I feel like they had to keep things local. They're, they're from Australia and they had to, you know, keep things local for a bit, mostly because their bass player, unfortunately, developed breast cancer. Oh, man. Yeah, and so... That definitely uh, took a huge toll on the band, as you can imagine. So, you know, they had to really just band together and, you know, obviously pull their resources together to, you know, really just be in solidarity with their bass player, whose name is Fiona Kishin, by the way. 
Uh, she's also the front man's wife. His name is Garrett Lydiard. You know, last year, it didn't mean they, were, they weren't active. Last year, they put out a covers album, which was awesome. But um, so far, it really does look like Fiona's been a trooper. You know, she's definitely been hanging in there. Thankfully, the fans have been such a, such a source of support for them. They donated a lot of money for, you know, Fiona's medical bills, myself included. I love to hear that. Great job, Eric. <laughs> Thank you. And yeah, we're all just rooting for her to pull together. You're a good man, Eric. <laughs> Come on, don't do this to me. <laughs> don't put me on the spot like that. I have to, man. <laughs> you're, you're just the best. You really are. You're the best of the best. Uh, I don't think so, but thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for that. I love your heart. Um, I really do. Oh, cool. Thank you. Um, you as well. <laughs> but yeah, you know, uh, last year was rough and, you know, all of us have just been hoping that they've been hanging in there and pulling together. But from what I've seen on social media, they did confirm that they are recording new music. And yeah, I just really hope that 2024 is the year for this band. I hope that they are able to release a new album and of course more than anything i really hope that uh that this year is really kind to fiona and that she pulls through and that she's able to uh, get back to full health real soon and that's why they make my most anticipated release for 2024 awesome pick eric i love that pick but even more so i absolutely love that you donated towards her medical expenses i do know that they more than surpassed their goal, which is phenomenal. That's incredible. Yeah, I am just, I'm so proud of you for doing that. And I'm happy to hear the fans really came together. Yeah. And with that said, to bring it home, what takes your most anticipated release of 2024? All right, Eric, to bring it on home, my most anticipated release of 2024, we have another overlap. It would be Sum 41, Heaven and Hell, coming out March 29th. Very nice, very nice. I'm glad this made your number one. Sum 41 had to take my number one spot because this is it. This is their final album, their final tour. They're wrapping everything up, and I just really hope that they plan to end their career on a high note. I have extremely high expectations for this album because it's a double album. We are getting the best from this band. The Heaven side is going to be the pop punk side and the Hell side is going to be the metal side. And if anybody knows anything about Sum 41, that is their specialty, the cross between pop punk and metal. They do it oh so well. They were one of the first bands to do it and they've created quite a legacy for themselves up until this point so between the singles that they've released so far for this album i am really hoping that the best is still yet to come even though this is going to be the grand finale for this band and this is what they're going to leave us with i really hope that they go out on a high note and that's why this record had to be my number one confirmed release of this year because this is the final year of Sum 41. This is their big finale and there's a lot riding on this record and their tour that's to follow. So just extremely excited and of course it's bittersweet, but I hope that they really leave us something that has a lasting impression. Yeah, I'm right there with you 100% because Sum 41 is one of my favorite pop punk bands. And, 
you know, this being their final curtain call, so to speak, of course, I'm going to want them to go out on an extremely high note, especially if they're, you know, merging the best of both worlds into this one album. We are going to be covering it here on the show, so stay tuned for that March 29th. I'm really glad that they took your that they took your number one spot for this year. I mean, how could they not? All right, so 10 to 1, Slift, Anita, Neck Deep, Run the Jewels, Jizza, Sum 41, Phenome, Snail Mail, Gary Clark Jr., and TFS. Amazing, amazing. And my personal 10 to 1 would be number 10, Usher, number 9, Bring Me the Horizon, number 8, The Weeknd, Number seven, Justin Timberlake. Number six, Lil Wayne. Number five, Dua Lipa. Number four, Neck Deep. Number three, Mooseblood. Number two, Green Day. And number one, Sum 41. Also an amazing list. But most importantly, you guys, we want to hear from you. We want to know what are your most anticipated picks for this year whether they have been confirmed already or they are just on your personal wish list we want to know what you guys are wishing and waiting and expecting from this year so head on over to musicmattersmedia.com and let us know over there and don't forget to follow us on social media at music matters media 2024 is already shaping up to be such an incredible year in music we cannot wait And with that, we will see you in the next one.